1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
3: Wake of Corrosion Episode 6 Flickering Hope
0: My name is Professor Ryan, located Bunker A-12. This is a public broadcast to any survivors out there. I'm broadcasting this in the hope that others will hear the story and come forward with more information. I know that there are some among you who find this content disturbing. Therefore, I advise listener discretion going forward. Let us begin. Before we begin with today's broadcast of The Brother's Tale... I feel it is only right that I share with you how I came into possession of these documents and recordings. In recent broadcasts, I was hasty and too caught up in getting what I knew of their story known in the hopes of... that you already know. Some of you may not know this, but this is the first time anybody has come forward and made it safely to us at Bunker A-12. And once I realised the wealth of information that this survivor had about their person... I knew it needed to be shared. However, once again we find ourselves in the position of limited knowledge. Whilst this survivor carried with them all of the documents and recordings you've heard and shall hear, she barely made it inside of our doors before she fell unconscious. Even before we could learn so much as her name, it saddens me to say that she's since been in a coma. Whilst her condition appears stable, she has sustained many grievous injuries and... difficult to give her the care she requires with such limited resources at our disposal i am however hopeful that she will recover one day soon and share with us so many missing pieces that will help us bolster our knowledge and therefore the hopes of finding out a way back from this and for those of you out there who are skeptical of the validity of their story she can hopefully add the legitimacy you seek it is to her we owe thanks for the hope of a tomorrow. Settle in, survivors, and let us hear more of Roman and Elliot. Entry 23 It appears to take place in the hours following the brothers leaving their makeshift camp. I have looked over the section and ones around it repeatedly and can find no mention of Roman telling Elliot about the unusual tracks or Elliot cheering with Roman his thoughts on the night sky. It would appear the brothers are both fearful of making matters worse for one another.
4: I still don't like the idea of keeping a record of this, Elliot. I know, me either. But if... I know, I know. There'll be people though. I mean, I was thinking last night, and it could have just been an earthquake, you know. Oh, maybe. Wouldn't we have felt it, though? Not necessarily. We could have slept through it if we were quite far away. Roman, I just don't feel like that justifies much of what we've seen. At all.
2: Oh, fuck, I, I don't know. Oh, I just wish we could find someone. Well, this is the first house we've come across since leaving the forest, so.
4: He was going in first.
2: <clears throat>
4: yeah, I thought as much. Alright, hold the recorder. We go in front or back? Mate, I'm knocking on the door. I don't know what you're about. Hello? Um, My name is Roman. I'm with my brother Elliot. We're just looking for some help. Look,
2: we've got no idea what's happened out here. We just want some help.
4: Do you reckon they've left? Maybe. I'm not sure. Oi! Roman! Roman! What are you doing? Shh. I'm just seeing if anyone is in. Give them a the chance to answer. <sighs> that a long enough chance?
2: Fine. But you're apologising if someone sees you.
4: <clears throat> Honestly. All right. Can't see anyone in the front room. From what I can tell, there doesn't look to be anyone in the kitchen. It looks pretty open plan in there. Hello? I'm sorry, but we really need your help, please. Elliot, you've somehow mastered sounding desperate and apologetic at the same time. (laughs) Ha ha, very funny. Look, mate, I don't think anyone is in there. Are you going to lose your mind if I go take a look around the back, just in case? If we must. Wait here, then.
2: No, not a chance. I might not agree with it, but I'm not letting you go off on your own. Aw, oh, so romantic. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love you too, cupcake. Oh, for God's sake. Well,
4: the car is still here, so. True. Could have two cars though. Wait, hold up. Look, back door's open. There's garden and stuff out too. Can you see the hosepipe across the garden? Yeah, yeah. And the shovel and that. Looks like they were doing some gardening. What do you mean, were? Well, they're obviously not here now, are they? Yeah, but they could just be getting a cup of tea or something. In which case, they would have heard us knocking and shouting by now, wouldn't they? Look, let's go round properly and see if anyone's actually here. Oh, I don't like this.
2: Can you hear that? Shh. shh. I, I think I agree with you now, Ro. There's no-one
4: here. That hosepipe is still running. Elliot, just... Oh. You're right, it is. Hello? Is there anybody in there? We're, we're here to help you. Look, if you don't want us to come in, just say... Wait. But what? Mate. This is beyond a normal situation right now. Who leaves their hosepipe running into the grass like that and their door wide open then doesn't respond when someone knocks and shouts at their door? Either they're in need of some serious medical help or they've left in a massive rush. Hmm. Okay, we're coming in. Fuck. Fuck. Hello? Hello? Shit! Sorry, sorry. Oh. Excuse me. Is anyone in, mate? This isn't looking hopeful. Do we go up? Reckon we'll have to. Anyone there, Roman? Where is everyone? By everyone, I'm assuming you mean the people who live here.
2: No, I mean... Like,
4: everyone. It's not exactly like we're in a hustle and bustle of the city here, Elliot. This is the first house we've come across for miles. When was the last time you saw a car?
2: Saw a plane? Saw a trail in the sky? Heard a distant road? When was the last time we freaking saw someone roaming?
4: When? Alright, chill. Here, look. I admit... There's clearly no one here, and whoever was here left in a massive fucking rush. Obviously, but there could be so many reasons for that. So many. Let's go try the TV downstairs and see if there's anything on the news channel or something. Fuck. Alright then.
0: I have been looking over some of the documents surrounding the section and it seems as though Elliot later wrote some journal entries regarding their experiences here. Whilst I'm not sure when he wrote these, they do help fill some gaps. Uh, For entries 24 through 29, I'll swap between the journal and recorder so as to keep the narrative consistent.
2: Welcome back to Civilization. Oh, wait. It doesn't fucking exist anymore, does it? You easily forget the things that matter most when you're away from it all for a bit. I mean, we broke into a goddamn house. Like, some random person's house. We could have just walked on past, you know, Roman kept telling me afterwards that it was necessary and realistic, you know, someone could have needed help. And in a way, well, he's right. But that's not really what bothers me the most. What bothers me Is that I don't really feel guilty about it Like I know I should And I know me in any other situation Would be anxious right now but I just don't really feel that way You see what I mean? You easily forget the things that matter Am I a criminal now? I think I've already answered that question for myself Given what I've decided to do now Just let me do this.
4: All right, keep your boots on. Why does it matter so much?
2: I already said, if they listen to this, they'll know we didn't do it maliciously.
4: We're not stealing it, though, brother. We're borrowing it for a good cause. And we'll bring it back as soon as we find out what's going on. Exactly. I'll even leave them a little petrol money if it'll make you feel slightly better. It's
2: not about me.
4: Yes, Elliot, it clearly is. Now grab your bag. We're getting out of here.
2: I can't believe I'm about to do this.
4: I can, you absolute rebel.
2: I didn't want anything to do with it. I could justify the house situation, given that the door was open and, like I said, someone could have genuinely needed our help. But this... Oh, this feels like some sort of shit I'd expect to be doing in an apocalypse movie, thinking that the law didn't matter anymore. Oh, I just hope, seriously fucking hope it's worth it if we get back to the city and it turns out there was some sort of disaster, you know, people had fled, then I think I can console myself about that knowing that doing this wasn't all that bad but if we get there and there's actually nothing up that we were just overreacting based on the very little context we actually have mm, I just I don't know I don't want to get arrested for stealing but I know that if we don't do something to speed up finding out what could have happened while we could end up in a worse situation like struggling for food or I tried to think Catch-22 is Dad used to say This is a real Catch-22, lad (laughs) I think I finally know what he was on about now
4: Oh, man. It feels good to be actually getting somewhere. I should definitely feel more guilty than I do right now. Are you... Are you trying to make yourself feel guilty? Elliot, just listen for a second. You keep going on about how there's no one here, about how bad everything is, and then when I suggest something that will actually help us out, help us find more, you complain about it. You try and find a way out of it, and look... I get it. The TV didn't work. The radio couldn't pick up a signal. But still, that could be for absolutely any reason whatsoever. There are so many plausible things that could have happened. Power cuts off. Happens all the time. Especially since those attacks. Not that I think it's one of those again, before you go off on me. Look, bro. All I'm trying to say is either accept what you think has happened and do your best to help us both to get home. Or... Assuming it's not as bad as it seems, and keep a level head. But please, for both of our sakes, choose one. Stick to it. Okay. Okay.
2: How far off are we?
4: We've only been going a few miles, so still a bit yet. fuck
2: And I couldn't fucking believe it. Like, seriously, we've been travelling for a few goddamn miles and then we go and break their car. Absolute joke. Didn't help that Roman decide to have a freaking go at me about my feelings or whatever. I don't know how he's keeping it together like he is, or if he's just hell bent on getting back to his family that is just ignoring the increasingly obvious signs that shit is hugely fucked up. Anyway documenting what happened right so we check the map and it's going to be hours of walking before we make it to the town and it's pretty late already so it's going to be dark before we get there basically but well to be honest hours of walking then camping on a roadside versus about a 45 minute return back and a roof over our heads for the first time in what over a week well i didn't take much convincing at that point Ruman also said that he reckons a place like this has got plenty of tools, and he said we might be able to bring some back with us and try and get the car up and running again. I mean, that sounded pretty good. And surprise, surprise, (laughs) he was right. He reckons it's an electrical issue or something, so we might, and I stress might, be able to fix it. If not, well, at least we can walk again after a good rest. I'd say I'm against slipping in a stranger's house, but at this point, and after everything else, well, I just want to sleep on a bed where I can't feel the stones beneath me for once. And it turns out, their cooker is gas rather than electric. Thank God for retro country houses. I can't believe how much I'm craving a meal that wasn't warmed up by a camp stove. Oh man. I'm sorry whoever lived... lives here. But, Ruin's right. We need this right now. I will repay the debt that we owe to whoever owns this house. God damn it! I'm so conflicted. I'm sat here in this beautiful room, and I mean, it's a bit outdated, but it's comfortable and homely. Kind of reminds me of my grandparents' house when we were little. Except, well, it's not, is it? And I don't know this place. I don't know the pictures on the walls and the cabinets. Got no idea who that is smiling with their baby in their arms at a seaside. And I don't know who these people are so proud of up on the wall there smiling away after graduating. And all I can do is assume that these two black and white pictures and the mantelpiece of a man in a military uniform and a woman with a big beaming smile and curled hair are maybe the residents when they were younger. But like I said, it's just an assumption. And here I am. Sat in their house, smelling their food, thinking I'm going to sleep in one of their rooms. I mean, yeah, we'll change the sheets and that before we use them, and I think from what I can tell, the room we're going to use is a guest room, given the lack of personal items in there, but... Oh, I don't know. Conflicted. I just... I need to rest. I feel an odd sense of, well, comfort here. It's nice, it's sort of that grandparent feel, but it's still wrong. I keep half imagining them arriving back home, and them freaking the hell out and seeing us. Me trying to explain myself, Roman trying to crack a joke about it. Guilt. The police? Oh, I need to stop. I'm gonna go find a book to read or something, just need to think about something, anything else. No.
4: What do you mean, no?
2: Well, you're doing that voice you do when I've done something wrong. Oh. I forgot about that.
4: Were you ever so sorry, but we've had to borrow your car for a little bit, blah, blah, blah. We'll look after it for you, make sure it smells like a pretty, pretty daisy. Love, Elliot. Hey, I did not write that last bit. You may as well have done. I can't believe you've left a frickin' note, man. Well... They could have come back whilst we were gone. Oh, yeah. I can see it now. Oh, Reginald, what a delightful evening walk that was. Do you think the hose has done watering the garden yet, dearest husband? By Jove, Reggie, the automobile has been absconded. Oh, my God, you're such a dick. I know, but you love me for it. Guess that makes you a weirdo. Oh, Roman, the food... Yeah, yeah, I got it. Ten more mens and this bad boy's going to be done. Elliot! The note still exists, even if you throw it away! (laughs) Uh,
2: Roman, why is your recorder flashing? What? It's... it's recording. Why are you recording?
4: I wasn't. I just left it on the table. I was going to see if there were any other batteries here I could nab for it. Let me see. What the fuck, man? you sure you didn't turn it on when you picked it up?
2: It was flashing before that. I'm not thick.
4: Weird. Turn it off anyway, food's nearly done.
0: At first it would appear as though one of the brothers inadvertently activated the recording device here. However, as I'm sure you well heard, there's an unsettling sound at the beginning of this recording which sounds like another person, perhaps even a woman, calling out to the brothers. I can find no record here of the brothers acknowledging this sound, therefore I'm inclined to believe it was some sort of phantom recording picked up either from external interference or previous recording device. I am yet to listen. Uh. Oh, I, so, so soon? Is she, is she speaking? Is she alert? I, I must see her. I, survivors, I shall return another day this could completely change our understanding of these records i wish you all well in the coming days and hope that you are able to keep safe and warm i shall return soon survivors but in the meantime remember don't wander in the dark
3: You for listening. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to give us a rating and review to let others know. If you would like to hear news and updates, then please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wake of Corrosion. Wake of Corrosion was written, directed, and produced by Sean Pellington, with voice acting from Kieran Walsh as Professor Ryan, Lee Pellington as Roman, Sean Pellington as Elliot, with title and credits read by Adele Cliff. Our introduction theme, Shadowlands 5, Antichamber, and outro theme, Phantasm, were created by Kevin McLeod. sourced from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Both pieces have been reduced from their originals with fade-out, added voiceover, and radiostatic effects. Morse Code SFX, courtesy of Stephen C. Phillips of morsecode.world all other sound effects are self-recorded or sourced from soundsnap.com. For our full list of credits, please visit our website in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening.